You in the hip hop corridor where we giving you hip hop and more 96.3 HD4. Get em, dog. Yeah, we caught the wave and we took it to shore. The convo's pure, it's the hip hop corridor. Yeah, talking about the latest, celebrating who the greatest, greatest. Honoring the ones, man, who paved it, who really made it. Be in amazement, same place they shot Rock City in the basement. Off of cable TV, film, music, and entertainment. Check us out, 96.3 HD4. It's the hip hop corridor, dub and chore. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. What's going on, everybody? I'm your man, Dev. And I'm Troy. And welcome to the Hip Hop Corridor. Or 96.3 HD4. HD4. That's what I'm talking about. How you doing, man? I'm good, baby. How you? All right, man. Well, look, you know, I'm pretty excited today because this is the first hip hop show on the station. Yeah. So uh, give it up for us one time. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We, <laughs> Round of applause. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, we, we we about to do this thing, man. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. We're going to play some good music. Definitely. Definitely. You know, drop some jewels for the people. Drop the jewels. And, uh, you know, just take you on this journey with us, man. Hope they enjoy it. Yeah, man. I hope y'all enjoy it. But um, since we the first hip-hop host of, of the show, we should give them a little background on why, you know, we are... Selected to be doing what we doing. Absolutely. So, so Trouble T, tell them, uh, how did you get into this hip-hop thing? Oh, man. So uh, I consider myself like first-generation hip-hop, man. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I can remember when there was no hip-hop on the radio. Okay. So the, the first hip-hop song Dang. I heard... <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> so the first, the first uh, hip hop song I heard cut through, man, because it was it was nothing like it on the radio. I heard nothing like it. Uh-huh. So, and that was Rappers Delight. Okay, you know what I mean, so the first time I heard Rappers Delight, it was crazy. I heard it. I was sitting home doing my homework, right, and yeah. I heard it, and I stayed up all night trying to memorize it so I could be the cool cat in school, you know what I mean? So I, I go to school the next day, yeah. and everybody knew all the words. Everybody did the same thing. So it just took off, man. It grabbed everybody. Yeah, yeah. What about you, man? Man, for me, um, like I said, I'm coming through around like 85. I'm like seven. So I'm listening to to MTV. Mm-hmm. And MTV got, um, uh, they had one, Michael Jackson was on there, but he was the only black dude on there. Everything else was rock. So I was real in tune to ZZ Top, mm-hmm. Metallica, Van Halen. That was my foundation. Mm-hmm. But then uh, one day I'm going past the car wash and somebody was playing uh, my radio by LL Cool J. Mm. And I was like, oh man, what is this? You know, mind you, I had to go-go inspirations already. But when my radio came through, man, it was like, my radio believes me, I like it loud. I'm like, oh, what is this? So I was stuck after that, man. And, that's how I got into it, man. Hey, that, that's a good one, man. So, <laughs> hey, y'all, so let's check it out. We uh we going to hit y'all with a little bit of Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah. And then we going to double up with some LL Cool J. Yes, indeed. My radio. <laughs> we'll be right back. Absolutely. Yeah. Test, I'm rapping to the beat And me, the groove, 
All right, welcome back to the Hip Hop Corridor. We Ooh. up in here. Absolutely. Man, so tell me about, like, when, when you was coming through, how did it change from, like, the Sugar Hill Gang to, like, you know, uh, Erg B and Rakim, or, or, or before that, uh, Run DMC and the Fat Boys? How did you start seeing the process start to, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think when hip hop started to become more commercial, or not even commercial, when it started to become more widely known, yeah, because... It was other groups out there besides Sugar Hill. Sugar Hill was just the first record, right? Right. So it was a lot of tapes popping. So the first tape I heard, um, because I'm from Philly, so and we close to New York, so we used to get a lot of the tapes. Right. So the first tape I heard was um, the Cold Crush Brothers versus Treacherous Three. Okay. So and it was a battle. You know what I mean? And and it stuck out, and the skill level was up. Okay. From Sugar Hill Gang, like oh. Grandmaster Cass could really rap. Like, yeah, he could, he, he dope, he, super you know dope. What I mean? and, and so could the Treacherous Three and the rest of the Cold Crush Brothers too. But Kumo D was in Treacherous Three, right? Kumo D was in the Treacherous Three. And right. What stood out, Special K was rhyming, and they kept saying faster, and he kept going faster and faster and faster. So that really stood out. So you started this, you knew it like opened the door to us that it was other people out there. Okay. And their skill levels was different. Their skill levels was a little higher yeah. than Sugar Hill. Not saying that Sugar Hill couldn't rhyme, but, right, right. you know, we had some greats out there. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five with uh, Super Rhyming. Okay. Ooh, oh, man. Man. So those things started to emphasize the skill and the lyricism. Okay. Right? Yeah. So Run DMC came out. They was, you know, they, they style was a little different. But then when Rakim came out and, like, Big Daddy Kane, then you start really getting, like, lyricists. Yeah, KRS-One. KRS-One. Yeah. You know, LL. LL, for sure. You know what I mean? And the cool part about it, it was all different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was no, you you know, you you got ridiculed for biting somebody else's style. (laughs) Right. It sounded like somebody else. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, man. For, um, For me, um... Like coming from you know the DC area, whatever, Go Go was a big part of our you know our movement, mm-hmm. and so all the songs I was liking though had Go Go in them, you know. Oh, yeah. So like like I said, my radio was the first one, but then like Sweet Tea, you know, on the Smooth Tip, mm-hmm. um, Rare Essence, you know, they used to have a song called um, Put Your Gucci Watch On, Synchronize the Time, and Let's, Let's Rock. Rock. And I and I like that song so much, I didn't even know that was. Uh, Curtis um, Blow joint, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. so that joint. Um, Salt and Pepper, one of my favorite groups. I'm still in love with Salt, you know. Ooh. Sorry, wifey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now, but now Salt, um, my mic sound nice. With, that had the go-go flavor in it, mm-hmm. as well as um, Kid and Play, Ola, Ola, A, you know. So all, all the songs I was liking had go-go in them, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And for you, like, you know. Man, let me tell you something. We, <laughs> so, like I said, I'm first generation, right? So everything that had a beat, yeah. we thought was hip-hop. You right. know what I mean? So... We we were listening to go go music in Philly, but we thought it was hip hop. Like Trouble mm. Funk, Pump Me Up. Yeah, that was a hip hop song to us. Okay, that's like okay. A, a party staple. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. E.U. Freeze. Yeah, the DJs yeah. used to kill that. <laughs> Whole house freeze, free, free, freeze. You know what I mean? So <laughs> right. it was it was crazy that it was a whole different culture that we didn't know about. We just took it right. and incorporated it into hip hop. Right with us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was cool to come down here and find out that. It was a whole nother vibe. Yeah, what was it like when you first came down here? Because you're coming from Philly, and then oh. you come to D.C. And so was it like, you know, like with the people in D.C. only playing Go-Go? Or it was a little mixture? Or It was it was, it was was hard to find hip-hop 
in D.C. So all the cars, like in Philly, all the cars was bumping hip-hop. Right. In D.C., all the cars was bumping go-go. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it was it was, it was was completely different. And D.C. wasn't really showing the hip-hop artists love. Mm. You know, because right. for them, it was like they was down here, it was live instrumentation. Right. And that's what, you know. That's big. I mean. And then New York, Philly, New Jersey, whatever, it was about the DJ. You okay. know what I mean? So it's yeah. more records. Right. So something that we thought was dope, yeah. people from D.C. was like, that's just, he just <laughs> right. playing a record. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. So it was definitely a difference. Like, hip-hop artists couldn't headline. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if you was a hip-hop artist and you came to D.C., if you didn't have a go-go band on your flyer or in your performance, you know, whatever the concert was, yeah. he wasn't getting no love. You know what I mean? And that was... That lasted for a long time. Mm. I remember um, I saw Heavy D. I saw Heavy D and the boys at uh, WUST. Okay, okay. They ain't getting no love. Ray Essence was playing, Little <laughs> Benny and the Masters, and then and Heavy D and oh, the boys. Oh, so I, came, I went to see Heavy D. Right. But I actually, that was like one of the first Go-Go's I ever went to. Okay. You know what I mean? So I got a chance. <laughs> like a two to, for one type. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I got a chance to experience the culture, you know, up close and personal. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it was, it was different, man. It was different. What about growing up down here, man? Growing up down here, like I said, man, it was real heavy go-go. And the go-go changed from, like, the early 80s towards get towards the 90s. It was real fast music. Like, and so that, and to us, that's like, whoa, who dance? Who move? Who even move that fast? I ain't even know people can move that fast. But then, you know, um, around the early 90s, it started becoming more of a pocket, more of a slow groove. Mm -hmm. And you can really understand what the, the, the rappers were saying over that beat compared to the fast joint was cool, but the slow bop was more, you know, the hands in the air. Mm -hmm. Now we feeling what you're saying. And I remember Scarface came down here. Off the, if you ever see the Let Me Roll video, mm -hmm. um, he had just performed with Essence. And the whole crowd was going like this. And next thing you know, I'm looking at the Houston video. And, and, and the whole crowd ended up doing the same thing. I was like, oh, they took our little move. Yeah, the culture started but spreading. started spreading out. That was dope about it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That is, that's one thing that's dope about music. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And it, in fact, it, you used to be able to pick a region by fashion, music. Right. You know, right. it's not like that anymore. But that, nah. was, that was something that was dope. Yeah, that know? was the best. Speaking of fashion, like... What was the fashion like coming coming through early? Like how when hip hop first started? Cause like some of the clothes I be watching from breaking. Ooh. Like, oh man. Look, that wasn't our fashion. So <laughs> let me say this. <laughs> let me say this. The first person to start that was to me, that was dressing like the way we dressed was like LL. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And um yeah. Run DMC kinda. Right, you know, they had the leather junk. They had the leather, the Adidas, the Adidas sweatsuits and stuff like yeah. that. Was definitely was rocking. Right, but the fashion, like when you looked at Grandmaster Flash and Furious Five, see, see, hold up now, and it was they, like, they all right, some... I ain't rocking that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it was, it was, you know, yeah, the disco was, kind of vibe, exactly. Yeah, and it was still coming out of that. Okay. You know what I mean? But okay. until hip hop started really taking on what the people was wearing in the street, yeah, you know, then that that fashion started to spread. Right. You know what I mean? Like the, the sneakers with the fat laces, the sweatsuits. Right. The kangos. I mean? The kangos. Yeah. That was that was like urban fashion. Right. But Before. initially, that's not what you saw. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so. Because some of the stuff I be saying, like Grandmaster Cass and them, the oh, yeah. whole crew, 
even though they could rhyme, but some of the outfits, I was like, man. They wanted to look like rock stars. Right, right. You know what I mean? And they put... And, I, and they thought that's what they had to do to be marketable, yeah. you know, for for the masses. But right. when they realized they was enough, yeah. <laughs> they just went back to what they regularly rocked anyway. Right, and man. That, that, that was better. Man, well, let's go ahead and play some music. Play some of these uh, these go-go classic blended with hip-hop, you know, all in one. And, um, you know what I'm saying? What, what, what you say you had, uh, you was listening to? Oh, shoot. Pump me up, trouble oh, funk. Yeah, yeah. Let's play a little freeze. bit of that. Yeah, throw, throw a little bit out in this Shane Force one time. Yeah, you know throw what I'm saying? Kill us with some uh, <laughs> some salt and pepper. Ah, uh, yeah. My mic sound nice and um and end that up with some uh, kid and play. Hola, hola, yeah. Roll with kid and play. <laughs> That's what's up. Check with the Mrs. Man since you wanna go to the tonight, man. 
think it's time to rap. Shall we? Sure. Getting played back, rolling strong. Dope and deaf. We can get funky with the best. We're just hyping it up. You know just how it had to be. Just take a look around, boy. Can't you see? Guys are bumping, rushing. Girls are just brushing. With rocks to scratch. While herbs on percussion. Setting the stage for the stage to get set off. I bust a rhyme and the dance and just jam off. So get off because you bit off more than you can chew. Now watch the dynamic duo do a little go-go thing. Come on, rock and swing. You gotta roll with kid and play. Now everybody sing. To the hip hop corridor. I'm here with my main man Troy. Yes, you sir. Co host of the show as well. And um, we talking about this good hip hop thing. And I want to talk about the golden era. Whew. You know, that's like from 84, 85 to like 89, 90. Yeah, that's that, what they say. That's that, that move right there, man. That was that was the one for me that kind of like brought me all the way in because it had so many different varieties of different music. Like, mm-hmm. like songs, I, like I was telling you earlier, songs I didn't like, like Tigra and Bunny. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, joints out, but, but I like the, the videos and the, well, yeah. the whole movement of it, but that's nothing I'd be banging in my car. Absolutely. But you never know. You know what I'm saying? If I was that age, if I had a car, I might have banged that joint. You know what I'm saying? Because some girls probably would have been liking mm-hmm. that song. But um, like Heavy D for me, like Heavy D and um, Heavy D and the boys was dope for me. They were, absolutely. You know, they, they Heavy D had like the Mr. Big Stuff joint. That was like the, one of the early joints. Like I said, LL Cool J's part of that Golden mm-hmm. Era. Rakim for sure. You know, matter of fact, tell me how when you was listening to like Run DMC and them and listening to Sugar Hill, and then you got a chance to hear Rakim. What was that like? That yeah. So when I first heard Rakim, I was at Howard University, right? Mm-hmm. I was a freshman. It was at fall of '86. All right. And um, like I said before, I, we was coming off of just. Listening to Run DMC, it was a whole different vibe. That when I got down here, and I was introduced to Rock Kim, yeah, it changed everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he was cool, right? You know what I mean? His lyrics was crazy. His clothes was fresh. His clothes was fresh, and like I said, and the way he dressed was how we dressed, right? You know what I mean? So right. it was now it was more hip hop was starting to really represent the masses, right? As far as Everything, totally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you know they always talk about the five elements of hip-hop. Right. Right? Hold on, what's the five elements? I, I might not know. Oh, the five elements, <laughs> man. So, okay, so it's a culture. We know it's a, it's a complete culture. And in that culture, you got the DJ. Right. You got the MC. Yep. You got the graffiti artists. Oh, uh, yeah. You got the dancers. I say break dancers, yeah. And you got the fashion. For sure. You know what I mean? So that fashion element yeah. really started to, to like, that's when you really could tell that somebody was a hip-hop head or not. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? By that time, because the clothes really started to represent the people. Right. And Rakim, look, you know, haircut. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. All of that. <laughs> you know, the fact yeah. that's when the look really started, like, in Philly, we always had blocks. We called them blocks. New York called them high top phase. And, and we, D.C. called them Phillies. We called them Phillies. Right. So we had, you know, so the hair started, hairstyles. Yeah. Started, you know what I mean? So it was like a almost a, not a uniform, but a complete hip-hop look. Part yeah. of the culture. Right? right. And it had variations. So Rakim, he, he just, he ushered that in. You know, mm-hmm. him, Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane. You know. Big Daddy Kane was crazy because... 
he used to wear suits sometimes. It wasn't yeah. just uh like, you know, jeans and tees. It was it was suits. It was suits. Yeah. <laughs> and he dancing. And he danced. <laughs> you know, because it was about having fun. Right. But think about it, the variety, because you you can name ten MCs yeah. that was successful as far as hip hop was concerned. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, most of them was different in the style and they look. Right. Because anything that hip hop touched. If we decide that that's hip hop, then it's hip hop. Then it's hip hop. So Big Daddy Kane won't wear uh, a suit. That's hip hop. Everything else is hip hop. <laughs> right, right. He got on a suit, and yeah. the way he gonna rock his suit, he gonna have on a dookie rope chain, right? Got a high top fade. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And now it's hip hop. Now it's hip hop. So. Not like if he had on a button up shirt and <laughs> right. a, a Caesar low cut with some <laughs> schoolboy glasses. Right, right. Now nah, hip hop, we gonna make. We gonna make it what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know Even the girls though, because I remember the uh, the asymmetric haircut was yeah. like in the bamboo earrings, and that was a DC. Thing. That was a DC. Man, DC got too much fashion. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> we'll get into that another time. But but uh, just the, the the asymmetric and the, and the bamboo earrings and mm-hmm. the, the jumper when they was writing spray painting on their pants and stuff mm-hmm. like all that was dope. You know, I was saw I saw I actually saw smooth. Sweet T do that first. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, but, Sweet T. But that whole, like like I say, Finesse Sequence was dope Ooh. during that time. That Golden Air, um, Kwame. Kwame you know, with, it, them, it was like, it was with so them many different styles. Dots. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it was MC Light. You oh, know, because yeah. she was rhyming like a dude at the time. Man, she was a lyricist, dog. Yeah. She is a lyricist. And, uh... Like what that ten percent disc when she was going at Antoinette? Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, paper thin, paper thin. That joint, that beat so so hard to be still to this day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. They had the, I think they had the uh, the red jettas. It was like two back to back red jettas mm-hmm. or something in that joint. Her and milk and them. And that's when you could tell hip hop artists were starting to get a little money. <laughs> Cars started changing. <laughs> Went from Jettas to Lexus. Right, right, right. Yeah, man. So nah, that was that was the beauty of it though, cause you start seeing the progression of the whole yeah. of the whole culture. Yeah, that was that was the gift and the curse, man. Because yeah. I mean, it was nothing like because everything was new. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you was excited about everything. So when Rakim came out, he was dope because nobody else sounded like him. Right. Nobody else sounded like Big Daddy Kane. So right. he was dope. Nobody sounded like KRS-One. KRS brought in a whole... He brought in another genre in the hip-hop. Right. You know what I mean? When yeah. he started, like, incorporating reggae. Right. You know what I mean? And, right. and Just Ice. You know, they Just started doing Ice. stuff like that. <laughs> but it was new. Because right. it was a baby. And nobody... So everything we heard was dope to us because it was heard for the first time. Right. You know? Right. So a lot of the youngins would be like, yeah, that's all right. You like him? Yeah, but you got to remember. You'd heard it done... A million times since then. Right, right, in a different right. Way. We heard it for the first time, the first way. So that's right. another reason it was super exciting for us. Yeah, because cause like now, um, I think we were talking the other day, you can hear a sample within a sample within a sample. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. We heard the very first one sample if it, if it was a sample. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, because they just, they just, <laughs> they taking the sample. We don't want to bash the youngest, but they taking the sample. <laughs> And making a record of. They remaking the sample. Right, right. Instead of taking the sample and being creative. Right. You know. Right. Because that was the beauty of it to me because they could take a, uh, back back on our day, they could take a song, 
a three seconds of a song and turn it into a whole nother song. Yeah. That's dope, man. That's yeah. hard to do for one. But... Creativity, man. Yeah. That's the magic of it. Yeah. That's the magic of it. So yeah, man. So let's let's get into some of these things, man. Let's so get let's into it. let's listen to uh Let's let's check out some Eric B and Rakim, Eric B for president. Yeah, you know what I mean. And we gonna hit y'all with some KRS One, some heavy D in the boys, some heavy D in the know, boys, the big stuff. Yeah. What else you got? Let's let's check out. Let's let's double up on that KRS One. Let's oh. let's give them some poetry and some. What was what's your joint? The, the song you like on, on KRS One? Oh, uh, my favorite KRS One song is "Love's Going to Get You." Love's going to get you. Yeah. yeah. So let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do some. Double up on some KRS-One, hit him with some Eric B and Rock Kim. You know what I mean? And then let's give him some Kane, some Big oh, Daddy. Oh, we got to go with Kane, you know what I'm saying? Golden era, Wrong. right? You know what I'm saying? It's the Golden Era segment right here. There it is. Yeah. Well, clap your hands to what he's doing. Solo with so Eric B make a clap to this. I don't bug out a chill or be acting ill. No tricks in '86. It's time to build. Eric B easy on the cut. No mistakes allowed. Cuss to me, MC means move the crowd. I made it easy to dance to this. But can you detect what's coming next from the flex of the wrist? Saying D, then I proceed. Cause my man made a mix. If he bleed, he won't be no band-aid to fix his fingertips. So I'm on too, there's no rhymes left. I hurry up because the cut will make a bleed to death. But he's kicking it. Cause it ain't no half-stepping. The party is live. The rhyme can't be kept inside of me. He's erupting just like a volcano. It ain't the everyday style or the same old rhyme. Cause I'm better than the rest of them. Every B is on the cut and my name is Rock Kim. So you can stop guessing if this is a gift or a written down memo. See, I am a professional. This is not a demo. In fact, call it a lecture, a visual picture. Sort of a poetic and rhythm like mixture. Listen, I'm not dissing, but there's something that you're missing. Maybe you should touch reality. Stop wishing for beats with plenty bass and lyrics set in haste. If its meaning doesn't manifest, put it to rest. I am a poet. You try to show it, yet blow it. It takes concentration for fresh communication, observation. That is to see without speaking. I am teaching the class or rather school Cause you need schooling I am not a king or queen I'm not ruling This is an introduction to poetry A small dedication to those that might know of me They might know of you And maybe you're gay But one thing's for sure Neither one of y'all can hang Cause you, I'm like an arrow And Scott is the crossbow Say something now Thought so You seem to be the type to only understand The annihilation and destruction of the next man That's not poetry That is insanity It's simply Far from reality, poetry is the language of imagination. Poetry is a form of positive creation. 
and stack Not a beast or fat I get applause and awards Every time I rap I love the way I am I would never switch I'm the greatest entertainer Since porno flicks If you move in groups To my funky too Party people It's time to make room For your Mr. Big Stuff I move on and seize, I just conquer and solve another rapper with ease Cause I'm at my apex, another bar below, nothing but a milliliter I'm a kilo, second to none, making MCs run So don't try to step to me, cause I ain't the one I believe rappers, just like Tylenol, and they know it So I don't see why you all try to front, perpetrating a stunt When you know that I smoke you up like a blunt I'm genuine like Gucci, raw like sushi The stage of rage is what rap did to me To make me wanna create chaos and mayhem, cold rock a party Until the AM, I'll make a muscle, grab the mic and hustle. While you stand dazed and amazed, I'll bust a little rhyme with authority, superiority, and captivate the whole crowd's majority. The rhymes I use definitely amuse better than Dynasty or Hill Street Blues. I'm sure to score and do for more without a floor, cause I get bored. <laughs> Rapper start severing And in my lifetime Believe I've never been beaten Or eaten and just taken out You know, come to think about it I keep them seeds looking out And real nervous When I'm at your service So give me that title, boy You don't deserve this I work like a slave To become a master And when I say a rhyme You know that it has to Be perfectly fitted Cause I'm committed The entertainer and trainer And Kane are get with it I go and flow and grow To let you know I damage you I'm not an amateur But a professional A questioner without doubt Superb So full of action My name should be a verb My voice will float on every note when I clear my throat. That's all she wrote. Welcome back to the Hip Hop Corridor. I'm your man, Dove. And I'm Troy. Yes, indeed. We up here talking that good hip hop talk right now. Absolutely. And um, so we talking about, we was talking about the golden era, but I want to get into like, uh, you know, when did, when did it start changing from like, you know, uh, from like positive to like getting real for you? Still in that same golden era. I think you know so, I mean? too. NWA dropped in like 88. Yeah. You know, Public Enemy dropped around that time, too. The first album, I think they really started to hit different issues. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that they the first, because you got Melly Mel For with sure. The Message. The Message, yeah. You know, but when they started really smacking you in the face, yeah, yeah. it was about that time. Like, N.W.A. and Public Enemy hit you in the face with it. Hit you in the face. You hit know? you in the face. I mean, you remember um, Too Short. And Life is Too Short. That was his first joint mm -hmm. that I got caught. And I was like 88. Yeah. And he was talking about how Life is too short. You know, people getting killed and stuff by yeah. police and, you know, just drug deals and all kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm like, whoa, what is, what's what's yeah. going on in this? I'm, I'm thinking we still still dancing and ain't going to hurt nobody. Right. But now it's like, oh, nah, there's people out here killing with, and, and all kind of stuff going on. Yeah. And it is the cool thing is we were getting like two levels of commentary. Yeah. So, you know, N.W.A. was giving us what's going on around the way. 
Right. Street commentary. Yeah. Public Enemy was telling us how the world is affecting us, how the politics and, and the laws and right. how we being, how we still being held back from certain things. You right. know what I mean? So, yeah. And they all came together. Right, right. You know, because it, <laughs> it ain't one without the other, but one is talking about one aspect of it and the other one is talking about the other aspect of it. Yeah. That's why it was so cool to have both them groups out at the same time. Right, right. Because right. that's what, I think that's what we're missing now because... Today, somewhere, it's like one big soundtrack. It all sound the same. Mm-hmm. Where, like, back then, it was like, you, you can get this or you can get that. You yep. know what I'm saying? For real. Yep, and I think that's because we still had control of it back then. Right. You know what I mean? So right. now, since people realize it make money, and it's like a mad... It's the biggest money maker, I think. Biggest money maker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Up until this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it's like the biggest money maker... And that's all the, the labels wanted. They wanted to make money. Right. So if sounded like you, you just went double platinum. We got to get 10 more people who sound like you so they can go double platinum. <laughs> right, right, right. And we don't care if they not saying that. We just need them to sound like you. Right, right. You know what I mean? Let the beat sound alike and, you know. Yeah. So some of the substance went out. You know, I mean, it's still some, it's still some stuff that's cutting through. It's still some substance out there. Yeah, but I think you gotta the, dig a little hard now, <laughs> and they're not promoting it. Nah, you know what I mean? nah. Like, you know, and it's no, it's no rap shows anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. used to have on the radio. I know, growing up in Philly, Lady B had a rap show that mm-hmm. started out on WHAT. It was an AM show that we used to wait. Every Saturday, yeah, and listen to it. You tape deck ready, right? And then we would, you know, but cool. we still had control because it was it wasn't a money maker yet, right? So you was getting a whole lot of authenticity, right? Yeah. And then the radio slowly went to FM, right? And you know, I realized it could make some money, and then those corporations started taking over. Ah, that's why me blowing me. I know, right? But <laughs> luckily. Music is forever. The radio, the records that they made are forever. So yeah. we can go back and listen to them, and that's what we here for, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? We here to make sure y'all, we here to make sure y'all get a little bit of that history. <laughs> yeah, because they need it. This, this music is crazy now, man. Hey, man. Hey, like I said, it's some good, it's some good stuff out there, but you got to so, cut through. Yeah, yeah, you know, because like uh, when I was learning about the West Coast at the time with NWA, mm-hmm. like I said, I thought it was you know Hollywood, Jerry Curls. Sunny, you know, coral reefs at the beach, all that mm-hmm. type of stuff. But boy, you know what I'm saying? When I heard Ice Cube first say straight out of Compton, crazy name Ice Cube, yeah. that line right there, right? I mean, it seemed like everything the East Coast was saying at that time, I was listening to it, but when he said that, I am listening strictly to right. Ice Cube and NWA that right now. Right. That changed everything. It hit us hard. Mind you, I'm like 10 at the time when it mm-hmm. hit. But I understood every word. Even though I was that young for some reason, I was able to follow everybody's, you know, rhyme scheme and everything. Mm-hmm. But when that hit, man, he because Ice Cube bust through the, the paper. Yeah. They all came through. Yeah. Man, that joint was like, what? Hey, real, <laughs> what's real is real. Yeah. And what's real and authentic, you're going, you're going to take a liking to. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. you got to give NWA way more credit, I think, than they actually get. Mm, why you say that? Because they get put in a box, right? It's like gangster rappers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't think that they get enough credit because their music was actually social commentary. Right. Right? Not gangster. Mm-hmm. They was letting you know. 
<laughs> the police getting beat down by the police. That's not gangster. That's, that's every day. So you don't have to be a gangster for the cops to brutalize you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when they made that song, that song resonated with everybody. Yeah. Because that's something that was happening in the communities, right? Right. Gangster, gangster. They let you know this is what's going on out here. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. We did, like you said, you didn't know it was all palm trees and, and blue seas, <laughs> right, and right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, but you didn't views. know. You ain't know, yeah. so they let you know, right? You know what I mean? So I think, as far as that's concerned, they opened the door and opened our eyes to a lot of things, and they shouldn't be putting that gangster rap yeah. box. I don't think no rap should kind of be putting that box. I think. That was just another way for them to market it, but yeah, because it was it was like we was talking earlier. It was parallel to Public Enemy. It was just on another level, right? The rebel with a cause on you. We was talking about <laughs> yeah, rebel with a pause. Pause. I said cause. I'm sorry. Pause. That's cool. That yeah. was the movie, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> rebel with a pause, man. That actually opened your eyes to revolutionaries from our community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Asada Shakur. Right. You know what I mean? It talked about Jennifer Chesimar. It didn't say her name. It said Jennifer Chesimar. So that made you, like, who was Jennifer Chesimar? Right. You look her up. Oh, it's Sada Shakur. Mm-hmm. And this is why she, you know, yeah. this is why they put her in the song. Right. So they was talking to you on a level like, this is what the government is doing to you. And if you don't pay attention, then yeah. you will be left behind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And as a result of you being left behind, now what NWA is telling you, is a result of that. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, because the, the music had way more knowledge back then. It seemed like I was learning more when I was listening to these rappers. Like Ice Cube, like, he was so political in his whole, his whole tenure, especially mm-hmm. the early Ice Cube, mm-hmm. you know, not the uh, West Side, all that. That's cool. Right. But the the early Cube was like, you know, dropping dropping bombs on yeah, your mom. Was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was. <laughs> And so, like, but everybody was, you know what I'm saying? Just, like, KRS-One, like... KRS. He was saying, he was dropping knowledge, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm was. learning stuff. Up. Like, when he when he dropped that, um, um Love's Going to Get You, mm-hmm. that was, like, a, a beautiful story that he told, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Talking about, you know, how he first started out, how he was bummy, mm-hmm. and then he started selling drugs, and mm-hmm. next thing you know, he got bigger than the the, than the the guy he got the drugs from, and now they want to kill him. Mm-hmm. And, and it just was like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was so, it was like... I'm not. I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? When right. I'm coming through, like I don't want to go down that road because. But I was learning. You know what right. I'm saying? Like I don't want to sell drugs because this can happen. This can happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think at that point, those artists realized their responsibility and mm-hmm. not glamorizing a lot of stuff, right? Because they was actually living it and seeing it. Yeah, you know. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that because I, I don't like I said, I don't want to bash. I don't want to start bashing nobody. Nah, but ain't bashing nobody. Yeah, so I think that those artists really kept it real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some of them. Right, you know, right. But the ones we talking about. Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. So do you think we ever get back to rappers giving knowledge to us and trying to send us on the right path? There's still some of them out there. Yeah. You know what I J. mean? J. Cole. J. Cole. Kendrick. Kendrick. Yeah. You know? But, but that's probably about it. We, that, got, we got like three more out but, of a thousand. But we can't forget about like Rhapsody. Oh, no, nah, she dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she, you know, some people that keep it real... Coast to Contra, you ever heard of them? Oh, definitely. Oh, oh they, they, they got That's it. my favorite group right now. Okay, out of the okay. New, out of the, out of out the New Youngest? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They got, like, I mean, they they, they <laughs> got lyrics, style, you know what I mean? Good yeah. music. I let us see them live. Yeah. yeah All I, the I, energy. I, I think, yeah, I think they'd yeah. be a dope show. Yeah, for so sure. I think that um, it's some out there, you know what I mean? And I think it's coming back 
Yeah. Because people getting tired of the cookie cutter stuff. Right. We can't we can't keep up with this, right. man. It became a fad. You know what I mean? And the fads kept changing. Right. And it was no real feel me music. You know what I mean? Where you could be like, oh, I feel that. Right, right. You I know was, what I mean? Like, yeah. if you listen to, uh, like you said, the KRS-One song you like, Love's Gonna Get You, that, you feel that. You feel that. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. when I'm listening to poetry... I'm feeling, even though it's, you know, po- yeah, it's, that's I'm a feeling form. it. Yeah. I'm feeling Rebel Without a Pause. Right, right, right. It's the way it starts. <laughs> Brothers and sisters. <laughs> you know what I mean? They like, you preaching to us. <laughs> that's how I feel about like Cube, like that be true to the game. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like all them type of joints. Um, My dead homies. Mm-hmm. Like those were like real songs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they really touch you in a different way. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I hope we get back to that, man, because it's crazy out here right now. Yeah, but people <laughs> just got to, you know, Talk about what what's coming from their heart, right? You know what I mean, and not just trying to chase a fad. Yeah, so I think that's that's where a lot of it downfall, and they need an outlet because the powers that be don't want to hear that. They right. don't want us to hear that. They just want to make the money. If it, okay, this is good for the algorithm. Mm-hmm. This going to get us some paper. Yeah, this will be going to put out. That's what's up, man. We're going to hold fast right there, man. We'll be right back with y'all. Stay tuned to more hip-hop. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Terminator X. 
enjoyed this uh, journey that we went on today, our very first show, man. So please don't be too too hard on us, you know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, seriously, man, we really appreciate y'all checking us out, man. And um, before we get out of here, we got this new segment called uh, Drop a Jewel on them. So my man Troy about to drop a jewel on y'all. Absolutely. So I wonder if you ever thought about where this thing of ours got its name, this thing of ours called hip-hop. Hip-hop. Tell, tell me about it. So I, I've heard, I never knew where it got its name from. I just I just called it hip hop. Right? Yeah. So it does have an origin. Okay. Where, it, where the name came from. So um, I've heard interviews with uh, Grandmaster Melly Mel, mm-hmm. call itself Grandmaster Kaz, and they kind of, they told this story. Right. Um, Cowboy Keith Cowboy from Grandmaster Flash. Right. Was teasing a friend of his that was getting ready to go into the army. Okay. So he was you know he was on the mic mm-hmm. and he was messing with him. He was like. To the hip hop, hip to the hip, you know, hip hip <laughs> hop. He was just saying, you know, hip hop. Yeah. So that kind of caught on, and that they was putting that on tapes because he would just use it in some of his rhymes. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it yeah. all really stemmed from him giving them the blues. Okay. Going in the army, you know, and yeah. he was saying it with the cadence, you know, hip hop, hip <laughs> hop, you know. So yeah. that's where it came from. Wow. And it was put on tapes, and then you know. And Melly Mel's story, he was talking about how people would be like, you know, that hip-hop, is, it, it's not going to last. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. Here we are 50 years later, <laughs> saluting hip-hop. Saluting hip-hop, you know, man. enjoying it. And it's, it's the number one genre in the world. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we love hip-hop. We love hip-hop, man. I think and that's how we should go out, man. There it is. All right, man. We love hip-hop. I'm your man, Dove. I'm Troy. Check us out next time on the Hip-Hop Corridor. On 96.3 HD4. Yeah. Peace. Yeah.